Hello and welcome to the Michael Bryan Show. I am Michael Bryan. I'm in Boston, Massachusetts. With me, as always, is Jeff Taylor. He's in Celebration, Florida. Jeff, how is Celebration, Florida? It's worth celebrating. That's a that's a good way. I'm looking outside of Boston. Not a cloud in the sky. It's a beautiful day, but it's probably like 40 degrees. It's uh, windy, too. It's kind of cold. But the biggest problem, the biggest news out of Boston, Massachusetts the past couple of days Jeff, Michael Bryan has been deathly ill the past couple of days. Deathly. The flu. No poop. I, I had pooping yesterday, but no throwing up. Just like fever. I had a fever of 102. I was I was hot. I was sweating. I was freezing. I was just all. Uh, and it just hit me. I was walking around and at like three in the afternoon Did on you have Monday. Chills? I, like, I had chills. They were multiplying. <laughs> were you losing control? I I beat you to it. I beat you to your bad dad joke. Yes. Um, and I was I was just walking around town as I do, looking to get on the news. And um, all of a sudden, I just it was like I hit with a shovel. And I was just like, I got to go lay down. And I went back to my lady friends and laid on her couch. And I just laid on the couch for like a day, straight day. And she was making fun of me. And then she took my shoes. Then she touched me and she said, wow, you're hot. And I said, of course I am, because that's what you say in those situations. <laughs> well, I mean, I could be hot could is not a word my... that applies to you. Hot would never yes. and should never apply to you. You're not hot. You're cute. Jeff, I could be You're 97 fucking adorable. years old. I am adorable. I could be 97 years old in hospice on my deathbed covered in human excrement. And someone could take my temperature and be like, wow, you're really hot. And I'm like, God damn right. I am. And those would be my last words. I think that's what every male's last words would be. If someone says, wow, you're really hot. Yeah. Well, uh, no one's ever said it to me. And uh, so I've never had so a you've never to... had a temperature. No, no, I've never had anybody uh, check my temperature in the zone of time that I would have been able to make that retort because I myself at this adult age can check my own temperature rather rectally yes. or through my I mouth. Took I took my own temperature. I said I have a temperature of 102. Oh, so you were bragging. Did. You were bragging. My, about my, yes. Your I temperature said I'm near death. Yeah. Do you know this is how much of a nerd I am? Whenever I, I say I have a temperature of 102, I immediately think of 103 because Brett Hart fought the Mountie with a 103-degree temperature and lost the Intercontinental Championship. Wow. Have you watched Inside the or uh, Dark Side of the Ring? Yes. Oh, man, it's so good. It takes me down a path that I never thought I'd go. Watching that old... like I, I was taken so hard by that uh, documentary series that I've watched every episode of it at least five times, and I enjoy it so much. And I I was a fan of the WWF during a w. very, very brief moment in my life. It was during The Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan, and... Mm -hmm. It was I, really the thing is, this is what marketing's all about. The reason that I became a fan of wrestling is because they came out with that toy ring and those rubbery yes. toy wrestlers. Guys. That ring would break. I, I've I never I never owned any myself, but my buddy Tom had some and we would go I'd go over there and we would play. And when you're playing with those toys, of course, you want to see the real thing. So mm -hmm. you watch wrestling. And that era yeah. also was sort of 
in the beginnings of WrestleMania and my uh, neighbor also got all the pay-per-views. So we watched uh, WrestleMania over there, but I was never really a, it's, it's like a male soap opera and I'm not really, it is. It's, it's great. It's not, I'm not into it. It's, it's not my thing. It's, I, it's not a I knock. I love watching it. Yeah. I, I, and I don't judge people to do, it's just not for me. I've never been a, a huge like follow wrestling guy, but uh, man, those dark side of the ring documentaries were so good. And Jeff, they are. I would watch them in jail with the jail guys on Sunday mornings. They would have marathons, and we'd watch them um, together. It was our bonding experience. Nice. Just like me and my grandmother bonded watching wrestling on Saturday mornings, and then candlepin bowling. I bonded with murders by watching Dark Side of the Ring. Um, Jeff, if if when I'm down in Florida, I think middle of February, end of February, and there's wrestling, we should go get good seats. And go to wrestling. Is it WWE or is it AEW? It will be that or some version of it. Okay. NXT, which is their like minor leagues. That's good too. All right. Um, but it'll be fun. Wrestling is amazing if you're really close, even if you don't like it. My lady friend went. We didn't have great seats, but we had good seats. And she watched it. The only problem is it's really long sometimes. It's like even I, we went to Monday Night Raw. It was like four, four and a half hours. And it was just like you just got to show up. You got to show up for the TV time. That's the the yeah. You can't you yeah. can't show up for the entire pay per view. You got to show up for the the two uh, the two hours of TV time. But then the but if you stay long, that's when people start leaving, and then you just start, and they don't care because they want people by the ring. So you just go down. They don't check tickets because it looks bad if there's no one by the ring. So they're just like, yeah, man, just go. So if you wait. And then it gets really good because you're sitting ringside. But Jeff, I want to, this is almost like a trial of who got me sick or where did I get sick? And this is, this is since you said you never get sick. Am I the judge? I guess you're the judge. So okay. we'll go through the list of events I'll be that happened before Monday at three o'clock of how did I get sick? Friday in the morning, my roommate, Ted and I, who we need to have Ted on, on the show. We sure. Ted on sure. The I mean, why not? He's, he's funny. Um, Ted Pettengale, his mom is Katie Pettengale, the waitress at Nick's Comedy Stop. Ted works with me at Duck Tours. I've known him for for uh, is Ted a comic? How long? Ted Ted did comedy and then just stopped. But Ted is really funny. Ted should have never stopped. But oh, there's lots of people who just stop. Um, so Friday with Ted and Duck Boat people, we went to New Hampshire and we went to a gun range. Nice. And yeah, America. It was awesome. And we shot shotguns. I still have. There's. Look at this cut. See that cut? Yeah. See that? I see it. That's from a shotgun because I'm a man. No. And we shot a paper. No. I shot. I shot a shotgun on Thanksgiving at my mother's house. Then yeah. Why well, was someone on your property? No. It had like a 16 oh. round clip, and I shot four shots from that, and I did not cut myself. That's a man. Where did? Where did you? Sh where did you? Where were you? In my mom's backyard. Yeah, because that's Florida. Why not? Well, if I shot lives, a shotgun, she lives in a on a large plot of land around other people with large plots of land, and you hear gunshots, especially over the weekend when people are just out in their backyard. There's a berm, and you stand on the berm and you shoot down, and that's what everybody what the does. Fuck so is a berm? What is like a berm? A, it's a it's a it's you sound a like mass, my dad on a Civil War battlefield. It's a massive right ground that's built up. Okay, so when you're firing at the so targets, a little hill. Well, I mean, it's a it's a little hill, but that's like saying okay. a hill is a yeah. little mountain. 
uh, it's called a fucking berm. You could just say an incline. A no, it's burn. a berm. Okay, sure, a burn. Yeah, I made it a berm. Geographic over here. Burma, Burma, Burma. So, oh, so we would run Burma roads in in football, dude. I already got on you about Calcutta. Do not bring Burma into this because it will just blow me up. I will be very upset the rest right. of this show. Um, right. I'm this sorry. has so you went you went shooting in New Hampshire. Uh, New Hampshire, in New Hampshire, significantly freer than massachusetts hence the ability to go to a gun yeah. range and free or die there but there's gun ranges i've been to gun ranges in boston there's gun ranges in boston right in fields corner it's amazing do you have Shot to rent so the gun you bring your gun i did i did the fields corner one when i was working at the jail and we would go that was where during training we went and i was so good at it then and i'm still good at it now jeff i'm a shot i am so good at shooting the guns they in new hampshire i just was shooting and i hit nine out of ten from like 20 feet nine out of ten what 20 yards bullets jeff <laughs> bullets. you hit the bullets you hit the I target shot the target like yeah, where like in the in target the, in the chest, there was like an outline of a it was guy. A dude? It was like okay. we're shooting at a paper dude, and I was that dude was dead. And so you went center mass. I, that's what you're and supposed even to do. Though, yeah, and even I got a couple in the head, and that's where I was aiming. I got a couple in the chest, and got a couple in the dick, Jeff. That's where I was aiming. Wherever I was aiming, I got in that vicinity. And the one I missed was like still was like just right outside of. I just barely missed him. You were shooting him with a shotgun. Uh, no, that was, uh, there was a hand, there's all guns. We had a, like a dirty, hairy gun. Um, everyone had guns We're around. I was around gun people and with like a Colt 45 you had. The yeah, dirty, there was a Colt gun? 45. There was a shotgun. We had, we had, we had, uh, Any, maybe uh assault rifles. I don't know. We had them all. We're just fire 15. Sure. I don't know guns. I yeah. just, they, I shoot things dead. Do I'm you like know what the, the AR and AR 15 stands for? Air raid. No. Air rifle. Closer. Air rigor mortis. Further away from where you were before. It I don't stands know. for what arm, Armalite rifle, but a lot of people think it stands for assault rifle because they're dumb. Because they're dumb. People are dumb about guns, Jeff. They're not gun people like us. And but so we had like the gun. <laughs> they they had the gun. They had the, the there had to be someone who worked at the gun range and he was just such a gun guy like his whole like every conversation with this guy inside the gun range outside of the gun range where you could go up to him and he would be like you'd be like hey man did you see that packers game last night that was crazy he's like nah i was shooting my gun like everything would immediately just be like you'd be like hey i'm getting married uh, i only like watch my wedding i only watch when they're in the shotgun yeah yeah he's like i can go i tune out when they're not clean i don't know what time do I go because, you know, mid afternoon is when I clean all my guns every day because that's what real. So he would like just I'm just shooting. I have no right stance. I'm just shooting my gun, man. I'm just killing this paper and I'm having the time of my life. And he's just like, oh, you know what you got to do? I was like, you know what you got to do is just make sure I don't shoot anyone. That's what you got to do. Just I don't want your point. He's like, do you want to learn something? I was like, no, I don't. Get away from me. Charles <laughs> like, Charles Barkley told me that it does not matter the position that you take as long as it goes straight. It goes as long as it goes, yeah. goes straight. They make exactly. fun of his golf swing. It doesn't matter. It goes straight. Just go. Yeah. Just if you're shoot standing it. wrong, it's if it the hits the part, yeah, then I think you're, from the your stance distance, is fine. I'm hitting, from the close, I'm hitting from the closest distance. Get away from what me, What was dude. the first, like, first distance? Screw me up. Uh, 25 yards. 25 75 yards. feet. Nice. 
Yeah. And uh, I was doing well. That that 25 yards one was tough. But uh, the 20 yards, I was hitting really well. And uh, but he was just so like and gun guys are my favorite guys because this also happened. When I worked at the jail when the, the guys who are in jail for guns illegally, the people who work there, everyone has guns and everyone's a gun guy and they all gun guys love coming up with reasons as to why you need you know when they're like you don't have a gun what if what if aliens come in your apartment and try to rape your daughter i was like i don't have a daughter i don't have aliens that, <laughs> like, you only need know. you only need one reason to have a gun and that's because yeah, if you like, go to a gun you fight want you want to have a gun if you someone a else gun. has a gun, you got to have a I gun. And then people say, well, what if they have an F-15? And I was like, well, if I can get an F-15, I'm going to get yeah. an F-15. And then what if yeah. they have a nuclear weapon? Well, as soon as I can get a hold of one, I'll get one. It's not I'll that I one. shouldn't have it. It's that I can't have it. Give me yeah. that. Give me the nuclear weapons. They love coming up with these scenarios. My favorite one ever was I was in this dank bar in wisconsin we're talking about this with my friends in my group chat i was with my friend greg dion up in wisconsin and we're at a dive bar in in little shoot wisconsin which is just like it's a great little town they have this great little dive bar and of course Did they guns serve come cheese up curds at this bar um i don't remember but i had cheese curds just fried mozzarella Cheese curds is just fried mozzarella. No, but it's, it's little pieces it of it. It, ma it makes it better, actually. Like a mozzarella stick is a little bit too much. That, Cheese that curds are, are significantly better because of their size. It's almost like popcorn chicken or something like that. Like I'd rather have that and just kind of throw it in than one big chicken finger. I can see that. Yeah. Your heart agrees. But anyways, what's that? Your heart agrees. Yes. So I'm in Wisconsin talking guns because that's what you do in Wisconsin. And we're going over every scenario as to, they're making fun of Greg and I that we don't have guns and they're telling us how, why you should have a gun and they're referring to their house as a property and if anyone ever refers to their house as their property get the fuck off that guy's house property because they're gonna, they're just want they just want to shoot you that's all when anyone ever refers to their house as their property they're like i have a gun and i am just aching to use it and so they they're just talking about people and their property and guns and then this guy just you know they're talking about people breaking in their house which will never happen and this guy just comes over who's not part of this conversation just leans over and he goes i hope someone breaks in my house because i want to kill someone and we're like <laughs> all right <laughs> well. yeah it's interesting and then he's like they just went back to the end of the bar just kept drinking and watching judge judy and they were just like that guy's gonna kill someone like yeah. that guy is totally you know kill uh i've been recently i've i've read a lot of books about david berkowitz but uh, i've recently been that reading is the one son that of goes sam in. am yes. i correct the recently been reading one that goes into him a little bit deeper uh, psychologically more than just the story of the whole son of Sam. And yeah. uh, this one was talking about the fact that, uh, you know, he went he wanted to go to Vietnam. And when he enlisted, they sent him instead to a non combat area of Korea. Next, they were like, you're crazy, right? Didn't I, what, they, they I, were like, you're that's I, I don't understand. Maybe the son of Sam never happens if they go let him go to Vietnam, kill some people. He gets it out of his system. Then he doesn't yeah. come back and feel the need to cut to kill people because he didn't get the chance when he was in the military. I mean, yeah, aren't the people that you want in the front lines of war to be the crazy people? I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, crazier, yeah. the better. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, speaking of crazy stories uh, and guns. Um, so the Charles, the Charles Stewart 
uh, documentary, you should watch it. Do you know about Charles Stewart? It was one of the biggest stories of the nineteen ni- of nineteen ninety. Yeah, this was part of one of my uh, stories that I sent to you to talk about. So, uh, did you really? Yeah, it's. Uh, you send that? I didn't. It, it, did it, it didn't say Charles dead. Stewart. It said my algorithm has been very anti-Boston. Oh, Anti-Boston. Oh, why is that? Because that's what's coming well, up. Everything first, about Charles Stewart. First, I was on Netflix. And it suggested, it, it, you know how they say suggested for you based upon yeah. what else you've watched. The first yeah. thing that that I watched was uh, the Bill Bulger documentary, which okay. is James Whitey Bulger's brother. He was mm-hmm. always the clean cut politician. He was the he was a president of the universe, the University of Massachusetts until they made yeah. him leave because his brother. Yeah. Because it was, yeah. was kind of well, a psychopath. I mean, but, well, here's the thing. I, if you try to tell me that there's a Boston politician that isn't corrupt, I'm going to laugh in your face. If you're trying, yes. if you're going to tell me that there's a Boston politician whose brother is the head of a mafia in Boston, I'm going to laugh even harder in your face. There's yeah. no way that Bill Bulger was squeaky clean. Sorry, didn't happen. There were some shenanigans, but that's fine. That's how politics works. There's shenanigans. He just needs to admit there's it. always shenanigans. But the, so the, you watch Bill Bird Bolger and then what? And and I'm watching and because he represented South Boston. And yep. so his era, very uh, poorly timed for my algorithm, was during busing was when he was first getting into politics. So he had to represent South Boston during busing and they're literally showing the racism oozing out of all of the people in south boston and so little known fact here's a little known boston fact there's and they get into it in the charles stewart documentary because they talk about the busing a lot because the but like people finally stopped being overly racist to black people in that time of just like throwing rocks at them like would happen it's horrible but they would just be on buses and people throw rocks at the windows because here's the familiar. thing here's the thing they, there, there many great points were made during yes. that whole situation one of them and I think it's in the Charles Stewart documentary. I can't remember. I, they're going to mix up because all it was is Boston is the most racist town of all time of At all that time. Ever, it was very ever. Yes. And so that's what they're feeding me. The Charles Stewart documentary so far has gone so little into Charles Stewart and more into yeah. how racist Boston is. Boston it was, was yeah. it was hard for me was, is, is and it was it was so was. hard for me to separate. I, I, I'm like, why? Why are they doing this? I get it. They were racist. That's the whole point. The Charles Stewart. We'll get into the Charles Stewart thing in a second. But well, we, we can't though because that's it's too. But, but, it's not even done yet. We can't spoil. The but no, thing. but it gets into what I do for to kill time when I don't have a job. But um, so where Bill Russell's statue is, they get into in the Charles Stewart thing. There's during the busing. There's this a guy who I, I later found out. I've read a lot about the story, and I just never really found out about the guy. There's a a, a black guy. Just so you know. I don't know how this story ends because I'm not from Boston and I am currently watching this documentary as it comes okay. out. So don't spoil it for me. Well, we're not we're not talking about the Charles. I'm talking about the the, the Bill Russell statue in busing. Yes. Is what I'm talking about. Okay, good. So We've where Bill on. Russell's statue is is next to City Hall and everyone makes fun of it because it's like in a corner and you can't. Everyone's like, where's the Bill Russell statue? It's racist that they put it in the corner where no one could find it. But it, he wanted it there because that's where a guy there's like one of the most famous pictures in 
history of a guy they're trying to these white teenagers are trying to stab this uh black lawyer going in the city yeah, hall that's also the there's also flag. a documentary there's also a documentary about that situation yeah it's horrible yeah and but that's why yeah, boston is the most racist town in america it was horrible it was yeah. horrible at that time so where so the charles stewart story is is this charles stewart and his wife carol uh, they get shot at Mission Hill, which is an all but the thing with busing. If you guys are familiar with busing in Boston, I can't believe we're getting this. We are because I the, want you to 80s. know that that I'm from the South and we catch a bad yeah. rap. But you guys went this out of really control. Bad. So Boston is like a very was like one of the the very the Irish people live here. The Italian people live here. The Polish people live here. The black people live here. The Spanish people live here. Very white. And none shall cross. Like if you live, they talked about it in the Charles Stewart thing. Like if you lived in Dorchester, like you just didn't go to South Boston. You just did not go. And if you lived in the North End, you did not go to South Boston. If you lived in South Boston, you didn't go to Dorchester. You just stayed in your neighborhood. Or Mission Hill, all. which comes up a or lot. Or Mission Hill. Yeah, Mission Hill. And Mission Hill is right behind the hospitals, right behind Fenway Park. It's very easy to just take one left turn and you're in Mission Hill. So the Charles Stewart. What Carol people live Stewart, in Mission Hill? Is it the Polish? Black people live in, oh, in Mission Hill. Okay. Black people live in Mission Hill. All right. And and so what they did was, so the schools were all black, all Italian, all all Irish, and they're trying to be like, well, we can't have this because this isn't good. So they were just like, if you live in Mission Hill, we're putting you in schools in South Boston. If you live in South Boston, we're putting you in schools in Roxbury. And so they would bus kids all over the city to try to integrate the schools because you couldn't integrate the schools because they're all public schools and they're all going to their own schools. So yeah. they're just like, well, screw this. We're not doing this anymore. And so that was the best was point like, before you move on. That was the best point that anybody in that whole all of what I saw about busing. That was the best point that anybody made. And it was some cackling, hardcore Boston woman who goes, I don't want to send my kids over to Mission Hill when there's a school right across the street from my house. Why are they busing my kid all yeah. the way over to Mission Hill when there's a school right in front of my house? I agree with it's, that. I agree with that, too. I get the it point of it. had to be done. It, I, I agree. I, it, that's, uh, that's my military theory. I feel like every kid when they turn 18, should have to do two years of military service. And I'm not saying fight, go fight in a war. I'm saying enter the military, do your two years of waking up at five o'clock in the morning and running and and getting, and you'll take the silver spoon kids and you'll take the didn't even have a spoon kids and you'll mesh them all together and everybody could get a little more understanding of cultures that differ from them in a way where it's a team where everybody comes together. You got to have, have everybody's back. There's going to be a code red Agreed. here and there. There will be a yes, code red. We all have to be on the same team here. Agreed. Yes. Agreed. So the, the Charles Stewart thing gets into that because when Charles Stewart killed his wife, he, he just said a black he, guy. Did he it. didn't. Uh, okay. Well, I, I haven't mean, seen no. it yet. So don't tell right. me. Stop it. Couldn't see that this I, coming, just Jeff, really I just got done. I just got done watching the second episode, which is all that's available right now. And they have not yet told me the third that Charles just Stewart. Came out. Okay, well, I haven't seen it yet. They haven't told yeah. me yet. Also, it's a real thing. This is I, like no, I was but I'm trying to watch it. this very, very popular documentary, and I don't know about this stuff yet. So don't spoil okay. it for me. You're making me angry. Let's talk more about bussing. 
no. So let's anyway, get back into Billy also, Bulger. Also, this is one of my first favorite ones. Is when he when they're talking about that. I remember the Charles Stewart thing. I was like nine, eight or nine years old, and I remember watching the Today Show. Would always watch the Today Show with my mom in the morning. That one in the woman. Remember the woman who drove her van said black guy carjacked her and drove her kids into the in South Carolina. Drove her kids into the lake. Yeah. Susan Smith, maybe. Yeah. Um, Susan uh, B. Anthony. I was like, well, yes. Yeah. Susan B. Anthony. That's it. Right. No, Susan Smith. And I said both. I'd see them talking and I'm like, they both did it. And my mom was like, don't ever say that. They would never do that. And then they your did. Mom, my mom had to apologize to me. Your mom is a Boston woman. I don't <laughs> yeah. want my kids busting out. No of way. Hell. No way that they would ever kill their kids. <laughs> and so anyway, the blast so, did it. so basically the cops just go into Mission Hill and just like detain every black male between the ages of 15 and 32 no, that's not a what happened i have been watching the documentary that is okay. not what well, happened. they stop and frisk everyone they did stop and frisk which by the way it works it sucks you, but it works and so yeah, yes but at the same yes yes it's but it's horrible why um but because there's lots of people who just don't do shit and they then you end up fucking up with their yeah, heads i know but you, I you, know. you you get stopped you get frisked and you move on with your day I, okay. I, 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 I Jeff, by the way, I, Jeff coming out. By, by the way, I completely disagree with stop and frisk. I want to be honest. Yeah. I f- completely disagree with it, but it works. But it, it works. It. Okay, I, it's I, wrong. I like liberty, and I, I like the freedom to not have a cop stop and frisk me. So I'm one hundred percent against it. But I'm willing to say that it works. It works. Um, but so what I've been doing, I dropped my lady friend off, and I've been trying to at the Prudential Center, in which is five minutes from where this this murder occurred in mission hill and i've been to mission hill but not like in mission hill and so i'm like i'm gonna go drive around mission hill (laughs) and find out where this is and i ended up in the middle of like the mission hill projects and i was just going to turn around and right where i turned around was like all these candles because someone had just been killed there like two nights before and i was just like oh i thought you were getting ready to say that that somebody shot macy No, no, no. Okay, good. No. Good. No, that I did mean, not happen. There's no I'd way two guys are going to get away with it. I had already dropped her off. I would already dropped oh, okay, her good, off. Okay, good, good, So we went from me going to the gun range to the Charles Stewart uh, murder. Yeah, we knocked, out, we knocked out a topic that both of us had on our minds. We'll and, get uh, when... When the Charles Stewart thing ends, we'll talk about the Charles Stewart. I can't believe you don't remember that. That was like the I don't, biggest. That's I don't remember it because I live it in Florida and we had four networks. That was a huge back national then. story. It was not they that huge of a national story. News. I didn't watch Every the nightly news. I was a kid, dude. I would. I'd always watch the Yeah, news. my parents didn't that make was, me watch That's the up news. there with OJ. The Charles Stewart murders up there for me with OJ. It's the not Challenger. though. It's only like that because of the fact that you're in Boston. I guess, OJ was I a legitimate was national story. Northampton, but anyways. Yeah. So then that Friday night, so we go to the gun range. Place What's I this challenger sick. thing? The gun. The ch- <laughs> You're in Florida and you don't know about the challenge. Do you know what NASA stands Dude, for? I don't watch the national news. It only happened 20 miles I watched, from my house. I, I watched the challenger explode with my own eyes on the uh, on the basketball court at my elementary school. Did you really? Yeah, watched it with uh, my I own didn't. eyes. Could you tell it happened? Because I've seen we, things go. We could tell. Uh, from we, Orlando. we didn't. We didn't know. It, like I'd gone and watched the shuttle take off from Cape Canaveral because you used to be able to drive right up 
to where you could feel the heat of the shuttles before 9-11. Oh, really? And we you saw could watch Cocoa Beach once. Yeah, you, you can't get as close anymore after 9-11. Yeah. But uh, you go to Play Linda Beach, which is the north side of Cape Canaveral, and you could watch it go off. And you re- literally would feel the heat of the really? burners on your wow. face as you're watching. So I'd gone and watched that a few times. And I, I'm sure I watched them taking off uh, the same way that I did the day that we watched the Challenger, which I think was relatively early in the space shuttle program. Yeah, uh, I was in second, second grade. We watched yeah. it on TV. But uh, we, you would, I wouldn't have known that something happened if the teachers hadn't started freaking out because it was such a big deal because they'd find, they were sending a teacher up there from Boston, right? Wasn't she from Boston or Massachusetts? Um, she was from Massachusetts. Yeah. Sally Ride. Not yeah, Sally Sal- Ride. What's her name? No, no it wasn't Sally Ride. No. Sally Ride's the first woman. Yeah. Why, we got to give her a curly hair. Yeah, I can't remember um, her name. She was, I want to she's from New Hampshire, actually. She, I know she was uh, from up there because she had that accent. Cute chick. Yeah, it's unfortunate. No. Died Challenger. We're, we're Googling that right now. Challenger. That was a um, woman who died Chrissy on Challenger. McBride. No, way off. McAuliffe? What? No. Chrissy McCullough. Sharon. Chrissy McCullough. Krista. Krista McCullough. McAuliffe. Yeah, that's it. McCullough. Krista. Krista McCullough. Yeah, you paid great McCullough. attention to the fucking Challenger story. Mr. She was from New Hampshire. Charles Stewart Hampshire. is a national story. I'm Good not single way to know. I, I didn't remember her name either in the beginning, but when I did remember, I remembered how to pronounce it. Krista McCullough. Knew she was from New Hampshire. I knew she was from New Hampshire. Yeah, cute chick. Um, Sad. So yeah. Do you know what NASA cute. stands for? No. Need another seven astronauts. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, do you know what JET stands for? Just end the season. Hey, yep. um, so I go to the shooting range on Friday. All right. Have a good time. Friday morning, afternoon. And then it was one of those things like we're supposed to go to, to lunch or whatever. And then it's like three o'clock. We haven't gone to lunch yet. I'm like, when are we going to lunch? And they're like, oh, like 334. I was like, I'm going to the Celtics tonight. I'm out of here. So I go back home, go to the cell, go to Sullivan's tap, of course, have my drinks. Go to the game, cheer them on, rah rah, get hammered, have a great time, come back. So suspect, Saturday, hold on, suspect number one, one of the ten guys you were with at the gun range, at the gun range, okay, or the guns themselves, guns, or guns typically the don't carry gun guy. diseases. Hardo gun guys definitely don't carry diseases. And if I knew those germs were coming near me, I would shoot the, I would have shot the germs. Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pinpoint accuracy. I could have. I should have just shot the air, and then the hardo gun guy be like, what "Where are you were doing? you for like, COVID? Shooting germs? The, the, the he'd be like shooting germs, and he'd be like, the, yeah, hell yeah, let's do that." And the hardo gun guy would be like, "Let's well, shoot those guns. The They're coming right for the us." The germ sniper. Where were you in yeah. March of 2019, 2020 Coming right for us, those germs. And so then Saturday, I went to. Um, I keep wanting to say Hingham. Why I forgot? My friend. John Linkowski lives and he had a wonderful bought a house, wonderful house in the burbs. And he had a wonderful Christmas party and we drank lots of vodka sodas were had and we had a great time and I slept at his place. And then Sunday, come back in the morning. So suspect number over, two, someone in Hingham. Party. Yep. Not Hingham. No, that's suspect number three because the, the TD Garden or Sullivan's Tap. Oh, well, okay. I'm sorry. So two. Sullivan's Tap, probably 100, 150 people. Mm-hmm. TD Garden, what does that hold? 17,000. 17, so, uh, yeah. so suspect number one, 10 people. Suspect number yeah. two, 150 people. Suspect yeah. number three, 17,000 people. Now yeah. suspect four is how many the people were at the party, Christmas about party? 30, 30, 40 people. 40 people. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday, I get back to the North End. 
park my car and see that it's the North End Christmas Parade, which is, oh, it is a hoot, Jeff. We have Wally, the Red Sox, Green Monster, Tessie, T- uh, the Wally's sister are there. Uh, we have Blades, the Bruins mascot. Is Tessie we the have- name of the dog that they got or the goat? Tessie is the name of the... Um, is the song that the Tessie? Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, know. but I think I, I, I think I Tessie might have been the goat that the guy brought. That they no, the goat the is curse. the Cubs. That's the Cubs, right? There's a te- there's a reason why they why it's named Tessie. Yeah, Tessie's remember. something. I I forgot. I stopped caring about all that stuff. And anyways, um, and and then they had the Shriners. That could have been the Shriners guys, Jeff. They had the Shriners guys and Steve, who I work with. He's isn't a it cool? Guy. Isn't it cool that. that we're almost the age where we could be the Shriners guys? We could be Shriners guys. We yeah. could drive in those. And so then the parades happened, and Jeff and I'm I'm a little. I was at I was at that drunk where I was like I should probably have a drink. How many people were I'm at the pride? Really at the, pr- the pride parade. At the pride, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just the parade. <laughs> <laughs> the pride. How many people yeah. were there? Um, a lot, like a hundred thousand. Let's say was No, 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 50? no, no, no. Fifty thousand. No, 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 couple thousand. Oh, okay. Couple so thousand. less than the team. less than the Celtics game. Okay, so less we, than the Celtics. So we've got ten. I'd say no more than five thousand. So we got ten. Then we got one hundred fifty. Then we got seventeen thousand. Then we got thirty and or so, forty. And then we got less than a thousand. You're saying? Yeah, and I get on the local news there talking about the thing, and they only took a, a quick clip saying, "I love this parade every in every year. It happens. It's my favorite time of the year, or something like that." It's and the they most took out, wonderful time of the year. It is, and they took out my line about I said it's all about the kids and the community, and I was really hoping that was the one they're going to use, and they didn't. Yeah, because it's um, stupid. I know, but that's what you say in those situations. And so then the parade's happening, Jeff, and I'm feeling it. I'm it's like, happening. I should be part of this parade oh, yeah. is what I should do. Sure. So I just hopped in the parade and I started waving at people and I did the whole parade. Was there a Jerry's no. kid float? <laughs> no, I was just walking. I was just walking. <laughs> and it was, it was, I was between this, there's like this truck. Oh, with an look, it's the Ronald, the Ronald McDonald house uh, has a one man float. Yeah, basically. And uh, so there was an Elvis impersonator, a truck with some kids that they're singing karaoke behind me was, the king and queen of Tewksbury, they said they were. And there was just like a two ten-year-old, a, 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 a boy and a girl sitting in a chair. And they're just sitting there with like their hands in their heads. Like, this is the dumbest shit ever. They weren't waving. So I'm yelling at the kids to wave, be queen and king-like. And they're just like, no. Those kids haven't and, been abused enough already. You're, yeah. You have to yell at them too. Uh, yell at them, act happy. And so then I'm waving at people. And Where's Tewksbury? Tewksbury's North Shore. All right. North Shore, it's almost New Hampshire, I think. Not Tewksbury, no. Where's Wherever the fair is is where they're from. I can't think of where the Are fair is. Are they known is. for abusing young children there? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'll get, I'll say that. Hot take. Um, It's not Tewksbury, though. It was, uh, I forgot. Anyways. so Something ham or something berry. So I'm waving. I'm waving at the people. And when the people don't wave at me, I yell at them to wave at me. <laughs> I'm like, you're supposed to wave at me. And then... Then a couple people would wave, and when people who didn't wave, I would point at the person directly. I'd be like, "You, you're not waving at me." And then they would kind of like half-heartedly wave. And so I brought joy to the community that day. So the king and queen of Tewksbury were there, and the asshole of the North End was there. Yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> yep. And um, yeah, so that was fun. And wait, where is uh, wait fair in Massachusetts? It's Topsfield. Topsfield oh, is where okay. they're from. The King and Topsfield. Queen of Topsfield. 
Queen, King Hats and Queen off. of Topsfield. Hats off. Long yeah. live the King and Queen of Topsfield. Yeah. They wouldn't even do the Queen. I was trying to get her to do the Queen wave, and she wouldn't do it. Maybe if she someone other once. than the asshole from the North End had done it, she would have done it. Unbelievable. It, I mean, no it's believable. Respect, I, tell I you, believe it. I believe it. I mean, elderly who just respect is a two-way street. Right? Yeah. I I mean, they should know who they're talking to. A guy who wasn't even in the parade. The best part is like they had organizers there with papers and they were interviewed too. They're coming up to me asking me like where where the route was going or something because there was a fire. And I was like, oh, I don't know that. I'm not <laughs> like, why are you asking? You're the ones with the papers. You look official. I just drunkenly walked into this thing. You just got to go right up here because if you go left, you'll be at Mission yeah. Hill. And there was a fire and they just had to stop it because there was a fire on Commercial Street. And that <laughs> was it. And so then we go to Rocco's and watch football. My lady friend and I and we watch football. So then we're in Rocco's and there was like 20 people in Rocco's. Yeah. And we watched football until the four o'clock games. And then we left. And my lady love said I couldn't drink anymore that day. And I did that. I wasn't even that drunk, but I was having a good time. And um, so then so then we went home and watched the rest of the football. So, Jeff, of the list of places, where did I get sick? The gun range, the Celtics game, Sullivan's tap, the Christmas party at the Linkowski's, the Christmas parade in the North End. Or Rocco's in the North End. Where did I get sick, Jeff? Who were the Celtics playing? The Knicks. So it was probably some dirty New Yorker. Yeah, let's go with that. Probably some dirty New Yorker. Yeah. Yeah. In a Stephon Marbury jersey. He probably. Yeah. Or an Allen Houston. Yeah, probably. So Rocco's is the, the, the one of the bars, one of my places, one of my stops. We go to trivia on Wednesday nights there. We win it most times. And last Wednesday night, we're there. Who's there? My best friend, David Pasternak. He's there at trivia, and I was like, "Get out of here, pass, pass." Is like he was usually they're there a lot. Wednesday he night, he used to like play the, hockey. He was, he's a top five hockey player right now in the league. Jeff, mm. he just signed a huge contract. He's rich, and he he lives in the North End. He's my guy. He's my who's best your friend. top five of hockey? In the, I have no idea. I just know Pasta's one of them. Why? I don't know hockey enough because I'm not a hockey guy, Jeff. Yeah, but why do you think he's one of the top five? Who? What because information I are you? Google top ten hockey players in the well, league right now. Well, you've already expanded to ten. You've already expanded. To and 10. he came in at five. What so, website? Boston Globe. The, the Google one. I don't the, know. The, but they, it was, there's the McDavid guy. There's the guy on the Oilers. If that's not the McDavid that's the same, guy, yep, that's McDavid. There's the guy on the the Maple Leaves. Austin Matthews. Matthews. Yep. There's Pasternak. There's uh. I don't know. Those are the three guys I know. Well, there's there the, you go. The, the best is still in the league, so you could oh, say Oh, Kale Marker, Kale McCarr, no, he's up there. UMass, no, go UMass. No, no, no I'm not yeah, Kale Maker. He's number one. He's uh, and um, Alex Ovechkin. Yeah. Anyways, so anyways, I was all pumped. I thought Pasta was going to do trivia, and he left right when trivia started. Tom really fucking upset. Wilson's better than Pastanak. I went up to Pastanak and I was like, "Hey, Pot, I thought he was going to recognize me because you know we're friends." And he played. He was cool. He played it off. He didn't want to like draw attention. Where's he from? That. Uh, Europe. Yes, somewhere over there. <laughs> I've heard him speak, but I don't know where he's from. Europe. I don't know either. Slo- Slovakia. Are we going to say Slovakia? All right. So let's. We're doing lots of Googles today. Where yeah, is David Pasternak from? Uh, David Pasternak is from Czech. Czech. He's Czech. Czechoslovakia. He's from the Czech Republic. Oh, the Czech Republic, which used Czech to be Republic. Czechoslovakia. 
That's good. Yeah. He's Z's, from the Czech Z's, Republic. Z's make H sounds over there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, fine. And so, yeah, we did trivia with, with pasta. We didn't do trivia with pasta, but we should have. He would have been did great at trivia it. in the area of Pasternak. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah, basically. They asked, so I, I, they asked any uh, questions about the USSR. He may have been able to answer them. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I feel like we got a lot done here today. Well, you, let's we go over talked. things that you've. I know. Let's yeah. go over things that you you've messaged me about. Well, so we, we got, it, I got. I went back in time, and we were going to talk about Eme and LeBron, but that was last. That week. That was too long ago. And and yeah. and the funny thing is that LeBron can't stay out of the news because now they're making fun of him because he walked into a USC basketball game to watch Bronny, and the national anthem was playing, and he walks past everybody and sits down and keeps his. Did he really? On. Yeah, so uh, I can't remember the UFC fighter. He can't get out of his own way. No, I can't remember the UFC fighter, but there was a UFC fighter. Yeah, I saw that too. Said he was a bitch. I love when I love when little white dudes that could beat up basketball players call basketball players bitches because LeBron's a pretty tall dude, pretty well in shape, but that guy would fuck LeBron James. He would kill him, but. But at the same time, it's just such a LeBron James move to just be like, "I'm here." Everyone, you know, like, well, no, but also so he, to not stand for the anthem because he's anti American. This guy's like, if you're not happy with the country that made yeah. you billions of dollars, go over to the other country that made you billions of dollars and hang out with all of yeah, the kids in the I sweatshops in China, you bitch, which I thought was he, awesome. Uh, and by the way, who's I, I'm not going anywhere near messing with Ime Doku because oh, he'll, yeah. he'll bang your wife. He'll he, he will w- bang your wife. He'll bang your wife. You would, I think you would fuck up uh, LeBron if Emay's let himself go. Emay's starting to get a little chubby, but um, Emay seems like a bad mofo. Um, but so no, the thing about LeBron, he's not sitting down because he's like fuck the national anthem. He thinks he's not hearing the music. He literally thinks that people are standing up because he's walking in. Yeah. I think that that's like his thought process. No, I doubt it's that. I think, that- he, I think he sat down during the national anthem with his hat on, and that was because of the fact that he has no respect for the national anthem, which he's proven. No, no, no. He didn't hear that. He didn't realize that was happening, and he was just like, Dude, oh, all these have you ever walked into a venue and not been able to hear the national anthem playing? It's literally the focus of what's I going mean, on I mean, I haven't. Time. I've been. I've been, you know, in the concourse and the national anthem has been happening. Yeah, he was sitting it. front court <laughs> where the person who was performing the anthem was literally yeah. standing there with four dudes with a flag. He knew yeah. what was happening. Uh, He's a dick. He yeah, may be good at basketball, but uh, as far as people go, uh, they, he and also have to do with me f- being sick, by the, the way, f- the f- nothing. I mean, it had to do with me being e- me, e- me bringing it up to you before you being sick kept us from doing an episode last week, which is when we would have brought that up. No, 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 no. What happened last week? I was doing something on Thursday. I All did right. something on Thursday. And then Friday, I went to the gun show, the gun range. What did I do on Thursday? I did something on Thursday. Something that was more important than this show for all of you. Yeah, listeners. way more important. Yeah. I was doing something way more important. Um, did it involve lubrication? Because that may have been no. where you got sick. You no. were licking so- toilet no. seats at Fenway. Uh, see, we got to only text. We can't call because then it'll, I would I call. Well, the other thing you. I wanted to talk about, and this is a moral conundrum. Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Yes. Why did you text me Ronda Rousey? Okay. I have a moral conundrum here uh, because in the zeitgeist these days is a lot of trans women or women 
performing in sports that uh, they they don't belong in. And uh, that's an opinion that people have that they don't belong in. Uh, it's whether or not it's right or wrong. I'm not here to talk about. But morally, I have been brought up that you never hit a woman. But mm-hmm. I was in a conversation about whether or not a woman could beat a man in a fight. And I said that they couldn't. And because of the fact that I bloviate, I then said, I could you bloviate. Beat, I could beat Ronda Rousey in a fight. Wait, what is bloviate? I, I puff out my chest and, and get real ballsy when I'm talking. Look at you, with your fancy words. I'm more impressed with your fan. I've never I heard bloviate I didn't before. graduate high school, so it's very surprising I thought surprising you were making a, a homosexual reference or something. I was like, what no, is that? No, bloviate? No. Yeah, so and, Google it. It'll, it'll, right. it'll come so up. So you think you could beat up Ronda Rousey? Absolutely. No. No. Why? You couldn't. Why? Because you have no fighting, you have no yeah, but that I'm a, jujitsu I'm a man. stuff. It's not a strength thing. It's a it's a grip in dude in jail. Tell this is, when this, I is at the jail, this is the discussion that I was having. So before you go into your jail stories, let me say this. How would she defeat me? She would just grab your pinky finger and you'd do you'd be incapacitated. While she grabs so, my pinky finger, I'm going to punch her with my other fist. No, you wouldn't because your first reaction when you grab someone's pinky finger or there's like there's like three points they taught us. I was really bad at it. I couldn't do it. But you'd see these guys. Dude, these guys are jacked and they're getting in fights. And these dudes are just come in and you just grab them by their elbow or you grab them by their hand and pinky and just pull it down. And your first instinct isn't to hit. Your first instinct is like you go, ah, and you kind of let yourself go. And then you grab the other hand and then you're done. But here's the thing is that that's not how I'm thinking. I'm thinking about when, when she comes at me, I'm just going to start throwing punches or elbows, which are even better. And if she could get in close enough to kick me, she might be able to do some damage, but I'm not going to allow that. I'm going to rain male punches down on a woman. If I fight her. Jeff, out, out of um, not she's not out of shape because she still does wrestling and stuff. And but like out of her prime, Ronda Rousey would beat you in two minutes. I disagree. Not even two minutes. So now, now if we had that type of poll. I would love to see Ronda. So Rousey this is the, the beautiful part about this is that this has had time to ruminate. So the <laughs> original discussion was with my brother and my nephews months ago. And since then, I had to call my brother and I had to give him a conundrum, which was either I am as smart as Elon Musk or Elon Musk is as stupid as me. Which one of those things do you think is true? Because one of those two things have to be true. I think we're all smart about some things and dumb about other things depends upon what you're talking all right about. well elon musk i don't know guy, how to build a rocket ship you don't know how to build a neither, rocket neither ship. does elon musk he hires okay, people but, to do it he's he's a, okay. he's a very smart businessman and he has enough he he knows how to dip his toes and he's like uh what's the guy that owns uh richard branson richard branson yeah. knows how to start companies and then <clears> he he gets out of them and i mean he elon hires musk, the pete right yes people and right gets out right of like the guys that are building the rockets aren't elon musk isn't out there with a wrench torquing it on a rocket like he's got the people to do the thing 
but he's a very he's a brilliant guy but he was talking to joe rogan and he was telling joe rogan that a uh if someone outweigh, outweighs and outsizes someone that they can beat someone in a fight every time I think they have a better advantage, but no. He, I mean, he, dude, you watch those original listen, UFC fights. No, the small you watch guy one. Shit out of the what, you guy. watch one. It happened no, one there's time. There's a bunch of them. No, it there's happened bunch one. It happened one time. Those two jiu guys beat up those hey, bar hey, guys hey, all the one, time. One, one time. Hoist Gracie beat a man who was bigger than him, and then the bigger dudes figured it out, and it ended. No, like those Tank Abbott guys and stuff. They that's get their ass the, beat by. That's what we're talking about right now. No, that's, but there was like multiple guys like Tank Abbott. And then show it big, to me because Joe Rogan couldn't come up with it. So I'm I'm begging you to come up with it. Joe Rogan know. couldn't come up with another example than when Hoist Gracie won his first UFC title against the big the big fat guy. Yeah, the big fat black guy. Yeah, and, and Tank Abbott. I bet you Tank Abbott lost to a bunch of guys. Well, lost here's, Frank Mir, who's bigger than Frank Mir. Tank, Tank Abbott's record was 10 and 15. And all he did was just he just threw haymakers. And if he connected, you're done. Yeah. All right. He lost to a bunch of people. He lost to so many people. How many of those people smaller. were smaller than him? That's the that's you what you're saying. I, I bet. Belfort, how much Victor would you like Belfort, to bet? How, how much would you like to bet? I don't know. Put it out there. Let's put it out there. I'm, on not, I'm not a gambling man, Jeff. Well, I would because never you have no, you're going to lose this one. I gamble you're on gonna everything. Lose this one. You're going to lose but this I one. don't know. I would gamble on this, actually. But no, <laughs> I bet you there's a lot of, in those original first like 10 to 20 UFC fights, I bet you lots of those bouncer guys that would go in would just, like Patrick Swayze. Yes, would in the beginning, before when Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu was new and nobody knew about it, it was definitely the thing that a little guy could beat a big guy, but then it got yeah. out into the world and people realized that they're going to try to get you into a submission hold. And people yeah. that were bigger were like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you're not doing this. Right. I'm going to jump up in the air and I'm going to land. Surprised my whole if Rousey you. weighs more than you. You're she doesn't. She keep... weighs, she weighs 140 pounds. How much do you weigh? But, uh, 200, 205. No way. Really? Yeah. yeah. And you're I'm six, you're I'm gross. six, I'm six, two. And she is so five six, I think I want to say. So I out, I I'm six inches taller, and I outweigh her by sixty pounds. I weighed in and, at two twenty seven yesterday, and I have man body, man body, man strength. She would, she would, you'd be, you'd be screaming for her to stop. Well, it's you, you it's you versus other. me and Elon Musk. And Joe Rogan at the me. end of the discussion because Joe Rogan could not defend against Elon Musk saying that... You would that, beat me up. Huh? You would beat me up. Well, I you, weigh more than you. You would beat me yeah, up. Yeah, but I'm taller. There's this guy that works the door at Nick's Comedy Stop. He's an old Navy guy. He's now an environmental police officer. He arrests raccoons So all he the wears time. khakis and polos? He's an old Navy yeah, guy? Yeah. Eric Tyne in his name. And every time he sees me, I know he's going to do it. He grabs my hand and turns it, and it's like, and I still know it's coming, and I still can't stop it. Why? Because he knows, because he knows how to do it right. Yeah, he but knows if, how to what grab if you, your hand. What if the next time he grabbed your hand and he twisted it, and with your other hand you punched him in the face? 
Okay, well, what if you didn't know that was happening and it was Ronda Rousey doing it and you would be on what the ground? What situation would, would I not, not know that Ronda Rousey and I are in Ronda a ring would break your and that she wasn't seconds. trying to come and grab my wrists or get on top of me or in four seconds? You'd be, you'd be but the minute she grabbed you. The unfortunate done. thing, though, you, the done. unfortunate thing, though, is I've been offered now my buddy's wife who takes Brazilian jujitsu. She's not Ronda Rousey, mm-hmm. but she uh-huh. has come out and said that she would beat me in a, the first. They tried to say Brazilian jujitsu fight. I said no no way because that takes the advantage away from me so yeah she would beat me in a brazilian jiu-jitsu fight because i don't know how to brazilian jiu-jitsu and that takes away all of my advantages of being able to rain (laughs) elbows onto her head you know how to florida jiu-jitsu which is get blackout drunk and just start hitting women i I know how to defend myself (laughs) i i know that if someone is coming at me i'm going to start raining punches and elbows and i'm going to try to keep them from being able to do that to me so that's all that's that's my so it's mixed martial arts. My martial art is I'm raining punches and elbows, but I can't punch my friend's wife. Right? Right. He wants me to. He wants me to beat up his wife. Well, they're but, into some weird shit. But I I don't uh I don't think I can do it. Can I do it, Mike? No. Yeah, I agree. No. Yeah, no, I can't. Because also she'd probably beat you up. <laughs> I, I i honestly I, I had to think about it i was like i can't do this because i like her i don't think i could take out my full aggression on her unless she like maybe if she like put me in some weird hold that was really hurting me then i probably would be able to then go all right i've seen red it's time to start yeah. uh start defending myself legitimately and then i probably those jujitsu people can break your arm whenever you jujitsu is not about the breaking though is it what did Steven? No, but, what did Steven Seagal do? He had I don't I don't know. Was he, he jujitsu? Because uh, his form of martial nah, art he, was the he, bone breaking. Yeah, I don't know. He don't yeah he taught he taught uh, he taught Anderson Silva with a crane kick. Yeah, I don't know what he did. I don't know. He, I don't either. He saved the he saved the battleship. That's what he did. I know that. Yeah. Under Here, siege. Here's, Great here's, movie. Here's the thing. He that, saved the world from Tommy Lee Jones. Is what he does. That's his art and then tommy lee jones went after harrison ford yeah harrison so he didn't save the world tommy lee jones was not a bad guy in that movie he was in the beginning his job and the fugitive hey listen anybody that is doing their job the bad guy in, in in any in any position if you're just doing your job and your job is the wrong thing then it ain't right okay um Drew we learned this. had a great uh, game show, and it was who was the president in Independence Day? Oh, it was uh, it, uh, the guy from uh, Spaceballs. Yeah, yeah. But they had the two similar names: that guy and the guy from Twister who just died. He was in Apollo thirteen. Yeah, had a couple. His, it's Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton. Bill Pullman, Bill Paxton, and he would give you the movie, and you hey, had to get three in a row. Listen, if, it was Bill if you ever, and Bill for all of our listeners, if you ever want to get a good laugh. Pull up the speech from Bill Pullman in Independence Day yeah. and listen to it with your eyes closed because you will swear that it's Donald Trump. Really? Yes, it is. I mean, it's um, it's unbelievable how funny. good of a Donald Trump um, impression Bill Pullman did in Independence Day. It's insane. Before it was a thing. Yes. Well, Bill Paxson. Bill Paxson was the king of every movie he was in. It was. I'm just doing my job. He hey, had that line in every movie if you he was go, ever in. If I'm you go, you know job. how they say like pound for pound, going back to the original thing, pound for pound, like he was the best fighter. Yeah. Pound for pound, Bill Paxton is the best actor of all time. 
because he does bit parts. He, he had a look couple at bit his, parts. Look at his. Yeah. He was in amazing movies. His filmography is yeah. insane. The the blockbusters that he was in. The dude's resume is outstanding. He's the best actor of all time. Pound for pound. At one point, I forgot what point this was. As re- I think we should wrap this up. Do you know what the first time you saw Bill Paxton was? Um, at the Dairy Mart down the street from my no, house. No, no, I don't no, know. no. The first movie that you would have ever seen him in. Uh, no. Terminator. Terminator. That's right. I knew that. Very I young. Bill Pullman went, I think Bill Pullman went to UMass, by the way. Yeah, Bill, Bill, Pullman, Pullman Bill, Bill Pullman's like a poor man's Bill Paxton, though. He's had yeah. a couple hits here and there, but he's also a bit player. And I mean, I to... he did star in a great movie, but... Uh, that was yeah. Mel he Brooks. went to Bill Pullman. Went to UMass. What the fucking do? We're not putting Bill Pullman over Bill Paxton because he went to UMass. Um, so at at uh, one point, I heard this, and I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard it sounds right. The highest grossing actor of all time at one point was John Ratzenberger because he was in all yeah. those original that Pixar movies. That doesn't. He's in every Pixar movie. He was in he's every never Pixar not movie. Been in a Pixar the, movie. Yeah, he was the highest grossing actor of all time for all the movies. Yeah, he's, he's friends with. Yeah. One of the original Pixar guys, and they they put yeah. him in every movie. Cliff Clavin. Yep. Little known, little known I worked, fact: John I, Ratzenberger was one of the all-time leading. Actors. I, I worked I worked with him once, and I gotta say, wasn't a fan. Wasn't the nicest I met of all him. guys. I I met him. I he was just like outside of a hotel in a, in Boston, and I was just like, oh hey, John Ratzenberger. He's like, hi, and yeah. I'm like, big fan, man. He's like, thanks, and yeah. he's just like standing there, and I was like, what are you doing? He's like filming something, and I was like. Good talk. <laughs> See I, you later. <laughs> I I, rec- I recorded a uh, commercial. He was he was at the place I used to work for uh, weekends that they used to do for a very large sci-fi franchise that he played a role in the original film for two point one seconds. What was this movie? Star Wars. Oh. John Cliff Clavin was in Star yeah, Wars for yeah. two point one seconds. He was he was what fly was he was flying one of the X wing fighters. No, he wasn't. Yes, and he got killed. He got he got blown up in an X wing. You're no. Yeah, so he was there for Star Wars weekends, and he had to record a commercial for one of his Pixar roles, and he came in and. Uh, I got to give him a little bit of slack here because I think he was annoyed by the whole situation. So his treatment of me may have been a reflection of what was going on with him, but I'm willing empire strikes back. Okay. So he was in the second star Wars, but, uh, the, um, did not know that. Yes. So he, but I don't forgive that. I don't care what's going on in your day. If you're a famous person and you're dealing one-on-one with me, treat me with respect and I yes. won't tell people on a very small audience, but maybe one day big enough to get around that he was a dick to me and uh, he didn't want to sign the contract or he didn't want he didn't want to do the commercial until they faxed the contract so he could sign the contract. And I was the middleman between the people with the contract and the person that needed to sign in the contract. I agree with him, though, on signing stuff. Dude, I'm not anything. And people have asked me to sign things, and I'm like, I'm not signing fucking anything. You're not like, listening what to what I'm saying. About? He was signing a contract to get paid for fucking five seconds of fucking talking like some fucking toy that he did. Oh. Yes. Okay, I guess. Yeah. I don't this, know. This, he wanted to sign it. 
he would not do the recording yeah. until the contract was signed. So I had to figure out a way for them to fax I mean, the contract sense, over. And then I faxed it. I get it. But he didn't have to be a dick about it. You didn't have to be a dick. You to me. I know. Yeah, I was I trying to help. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see that. Huh. So you owe me one John Ratzenberger and I will forgive yeah, you. Yeah. John is a friend I, of the show. John Ratzenberger. I, I, sure. I am not a one time. I'm not a one chance pony kind of guy. You have every right to defend yourself just like John Stamos did, and I will forgive you. So we're talking about obscure, um, famous people. So yesterday, I made a post about being sick, and it got a lot of traction. I'm basically internet famous now. And I said how I would sit at home when I was sick, and I'd watch Price is Right, Chips, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And then I was just like, I tagged Eric Estrada, and I was like, I want Eric Estrada on the show. I bet you we could get Eric Estrada on the show. I bet you it's not that hard to get Eric Estrada on well, the show. Well, until he's on and the I show, want, I'm not going to make a judgment of him. I want Ponch on the show. I'm not going to make a judgment I messaged him on Instagram. And, and What do you um, want to talk to Eric Estrada about? Just being Eric Estrada. Like, what is he? What is he? Chips. I want to talk about chips. I uh, love actually, chips. Actually, you know what? Shows. I, I want to talk to Eric Estrada about his uh, his episode of My Name is Earl, where he was doing Estrada or Nada. Really? <laughs> yes. I, so that's the stuff I want to talk to Eric Estrada about. I want to talk about chips and just like, dude, there's like five years where he was like one of the most famous people in America because of chips. It's true. Yeah. And... And then he just goes into this thing of just like, now you have to make as much money off of being Eric Estrada and like the stuff he would do, like, you know, he would be in like the network stars and like cameos and like game shows and just stupid stuff where basically if someone called him like, hey, Eric Estrada, do you? And the answer is like, yes, yes, I do want to do that. It's funny because I'm going to name drop it on, but it's for real. Steve Harvey once told me never say no. Yeah. And yeah. Steve Harvey's the king of that. Steve yeah. Harvey's on fucking everything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, people give Kevin Hart shit like that. But Kevin Hart is just a stand-up comedian that made nothing. And then all of a sudden, people are like, you want to do this? Yes, 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 yes. And now he's doing everything because he said yes to everything. But was, Kevin first, Hart, like, no, was Kevin Hart no, no. was Kevin Hart an A player comedian or was he a B player comedian? He was a B player comedian. Yeah. And he was like not he wasn't like huge. Does he people have a special does he have a special that I would laugh at? I don't know. I personally don't like Kevin Hart's stand up. I don't think his stand up's that funny, but yeah. people think it's funny. I don't you know, who am I to judge? I'll tell but, you what, the movie that he did with uh Woody Harrelson where Woody Harrelson is the like convict guy or the CIA guy, and uh, he gets stuck with with uh, Kevin Hart and his family. Have you seen that one? I think it was like a Netflix movie during COVID, but it was very good. Yeah, well, we'll have to check that one out. He's in a billion movies, anyways. Well, I think, folks, I think we we accomplished a lot. We solved race relations in Boston. No, today. we didn't. We. We said Jeff would get his ass beat by Ronda Rousey. No, which we I don't didn't. Think it's a hot take at all. No, we, we didn't. We talked about that. We talked about how I got sick and how. Thank you. First, first of all, I should have said this right off the bat. Thank you all for your thoughts and prayers during that difficult couple of days. No, they didn't. Under the weather, uh, I was very sick. I was really touch and go for a little bit there. Um, also, um, what else did we? What else did we learn today, Jeff? We we learned that you're the fucking germ sniper of the world. Germ sniper, I could kill. Give me a gun, I will shoot germs. Yep. Gun people are weird. Gun people love guns more than anything. They're gun, not gun people. They're not. Gun weird. people are like hockey people. Gun yeah. people. They're like into the something that they life, really like. It's what's guns. weird about that. Yeah. 
Yeah, gun people gun are Gun people are, are like Celtics people. fans. Gun people no, are no, like no. Bruins fans. No, 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 no. No, hockey people. Just hockey people. Hockey people love hockey and nothing else. Gun people I love think, guns think, and nothing else. First of all, I'm a huge hockey fan and I love a lot of other things. And you what else do you love, Jeff? Baseball? Guns. Guns. Hockey <laughs> <laughs> and guns. You're just like Merca. Fuck yeah. Hockey and guns in America. Those are my three things, and everything else is just bullshit. So you ask me. Anyways. Me. So we learned a lot today, folks. And uh thank you for listening to the Michael Bryan show. Oh, hey, by the way, time. I have to make a yes. I have to make a, a correction <laughs> from before. The website is I mean the the email address is the real mob show at gmail.com the real, the real mob, mob show, show at, gmail. at gmail.com make sure we put that in the thing email us at the real mob show.com um at gmail the real mob show at gmail.com that's correct we'll put that in the link we will read your emails um and we will pick and choose the, the don't just say mike sucks uh my brother and jared and other people who will do that but the real mob show at gmail.com we will if you're still listening we will read emails and we'll make a thing about it and i would love it if you wrote in the show because i don't think anyone listens to this but folks thank you for listening to this episode of the michael bryan show please like please subscribe please rate it and and, and and leave a, a, a wonderful message saying how great it is uh, that would really help us out and it really get or shit all over us it helps the algorithm either way I guess anything just get that algorithm moving get people to listen to the Mike O'Brien show we love you all equally thank you for listening uh, have a wonderful and glorious day and ta-ta for now <laughs>